Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Serious question, Alex Dyson. Is there anything worse than putting a password in with a TV remote? Oh my God. I was stuck doing that the other day and I'm surprised I made it to work on time. The, the, <laughs> the length of time it takes to get something like that correct or with your um, Xbox controller or with whatever. Oh, it is the worst. <laughs> I, I mean, I, there's no other way to do it, but every time no. the screen pops up, you just think, oh, and then you think you're like, why am I, why are all these letters and numbers on the opposite sides of the keyboard? There is. There is a different way because my TV remote's got a little microphone, press it, say what she wants to say. To the because I was wanted to trying to search something on YouTube. Woods goes, no, nah, I'd press this button, say it, said the whole thing, came up straight away. Oh, that's good, man. And uh, do you want to give your bank account details to <laughs> you know the new world order as well? Like uh, they're listening. Is there anything else you want to give to them? All your family secrets, uh, where the where the treasure's buried. Huh? <laughs> you know you can actually just sell your soul on eBay if you want now because, I mean, that's what you're doing, Ooh, just maybe giving I them should, everything. Should sell my soul as an NFT. Maybe I should do that so that I finally get some money <laughs> for my soul. A, that's not a bad idea. We might be taking, talking about NFTs one of these days. Hey, there was lightning chat yesterday, and guess what? There's lightning chat today, okay? You, th- you think it stopped with me? Well, you're wrong, pal. Well, I was wondering why lightning had it out for you, and I think that lightning is trying to get revenge because it failed in its first mission, okay? Much like Terminator tried to kill Sarah Connor originally, and then in Terminator 2, they tried to kill Sarah Connor's son, right? We've got a similar story happening today a little bit later on with a very special guest giving All Day Breakfast a call. And we've also got Kim from The Presets chatting to us today about his latest project. We're also going to be talking about chickens, and that's happening right now. This is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, yesterday we did talk about the ways in which the pandemic affected Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, She said she went off a little bit off the rails, got into the carbohydrates and the quinoa whiskey. (laughs) Two. A night, um, incredibly. But um, other people are finding different tactics to get through, and one of which, and I've got to, I've got to put my hand up. I was on the websites for this particular one, getting some pets. You know, having companionship during this time. I was, we were, we looked at the adopt, adopt a little kitten website during the um, pandemic. Oh, did you really? Did Certainly you want to get a kitten? You're not a dog about person. It. I thought you were a dog person. No, not a dog person. More a cat Gee, person. You, I don't hate dogs like you do, though. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to say you've done your bit to defend them through my tirades. Dogs are cute. I find oh. cats cute too, though. And I would, uh, if I was classifying myself as a person, it would be a cat person. Well, um, but I could, according to the statistics, people are not dog people, nor are they cat people. They're chicken people. So. In terms of if you ask me, hey, what are the things that you might be able to rent, all right, <laughs> I would put down to, oh, you rent a bicycle on holidays, okay? Rent a few DVDs from the video show. Maybe even a, you know, maybe you rent a video game machine. The fact that chicken rentals <laughs> have increased by 900% since the start of the pandemic is blowing 
my mind. That's it. People in America, this data is from, uh, are apparently renting chickens at an unprecedented rate. And that is they're provided with a coop or a hen or two and uh, they get to try it out. They provide eggs, they provide companionship and a couple of laughs that may not have been there before. But that's the thing. I thought, you know, oh, sweet, rent a chicken, get brekkie. You know, breakfast every day, you're sorted. Maybe sure. an omelette at night time. I didn't realise that this was for companionship as well. Yeah, well, representatives of Essential Living, which is a pet-friendly apartment rental company, told Insider magazine that it saw a 900% increase in chicken rentals in the UK between March 2020 and March 2021. And the same in the US. Some chicken companies have doubled their chicken rentals, according to National Geographic. Well, it's incredible stuff. And, and you know, we love getting... Uh, you know, we love getting the scoop That's in uh, Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, but I think this time we're getting the coop. <laughs> well, it's actually very surprising, Alex Dyson, because we've we've managed to contact one of these uh, chickens. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because all of the uh, feedback coming from this, you know, chickens, a typical chicken rental model works by giving families these chickens. Like All the families saying, yeah, it's great to rent a chicken. We love it. Companionship. I get the eggs. Not one of these articles is asking what it's like for the chicken being rented out. And so that's why I'm very, very happy to introduce to you right now um, Liam Hensworth, who <laughs> joins us <laughs> joins us live <laughs> via satellite. Um, hello, Liam. Oh, hello, Alex. Tell me you're going to do a voice. Oh, what What voice? This is who I am. Buck, 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 buck. Um, Liam, I mean, how long have you have you been uh, able to rent yourself out for human companionship? Well, let's just say I uh, sort of fell into it. Buck, buck. Um, offering is that because people... you're flightless and uh, <laughs> if you fall from a large <laughs> height, you cannot stop yourself? Yes, well, I um, I offer people the poultry experience. That oh. means no... <laughs> Voices no. and puns. <laughs> that means we can hug, but no kissing on the lips. So on the beak? <laughs> no. Okay. I'll snip no, you. <laughs> no kissing on the beak. Okay. Yes, um, and most of the time, I'll tell you what these people do. I uh, come over to their house, and we sit on the couch. And sometimes they accompany them to uh, dinner or some type of ball. Um, are the people you are rented to, are they vegetarians themselves? Well, every now and then they'll ask to have a bath with me and let me tell you, I'll notice if that water's getting a bit hot. <laughs> Certainly when they start throwing in the carrots and the onions, I think, <laughs> wow, what's going on here? And also, for some of the uh, kinkier ones, let's just say uh, they don't have to reach far to get a feather. You know what I'm saying? They want a bit of feather action. I just have to brush up against their souls. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I I want to leave this in the podcast. Not because it is in any way funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's just more a scientific <laughs> snapshot into a man losing his mind. Um, <clears throat> sorry, Liam, what do you think of, of the critics out there, all right, who say, you know, and these, you know, they could be some chicken prudes. Suck on eggs, that's what I tell them. <laughs> I tell well, them to say, you are, you are selling your body. You do not have any self-respect, okay? What do you have to say to those people? Renting chickens is one of the oldest professions ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's chicken rentals and acting. <laughs> well, this chicken run has come to an end, so we might say goodbye to Liam Hensworth joining us from his three-storey coop outside of Byron. Ah, thank you. And uh, I'll be watching the football this weekend. Go the Roosters. <laughs> We're back. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. So, Matt, can't remember if I told you, but um, when we were building Comedy Republic, right, getting it all mm-hmm. ready to go, we're looking at like, right, we want to redo these toilets, maybe try and add an extra one in. I'm um, looking through tiles, you know, that kind of thing. This is pre-pandemic. So our plans were big. <laughs> yeah. A lot bigger than just, well, we can paint. Um, Did you think about calling Shana, Andrew um, Winter, I the team, thought Charlie? About, <laughs> I thought about sliding into Shana's DMs. Um, mm-hmm. I'd already accosted her at an airport one time and said how big a fan I was. So, so I thought, um, look, you I, can't I'll leave her, her alone a, big a little fan. bit. I'm a big fan of Shana. No, I am. No, I, I can assure you, I've seen no. every episode of Selling Houses Australia. Yeah, well, I'm such a big fan that I'm going to put myself through the pain of watching The Celebrity Apprentice just because she's on it, <laughs> all right? I don't think you'll do that. Didn't think so. Now, <laughs> while we were sort of doing that, it's like, oh, there's not much room in here. Why is it? And we walk around the outside, look at the walls, like there seems to be a, um, seems to be some dead space in here. What do we, we got to get this, got to have a look at what we can do with this. Builder comes in little saw through the plywood, cuts a little peephole, okay, in the wall. Mm. Guess what's in there? Look, there was a there was a story that came out recently where a lady um, checked under the storage area of her of her cupboard stairs and then mm. found a whole other set of stairs and went down to a basement. What? There was writing on the walls, art and everything. They were saying people are like, there's definitely been someone down here. Whether whether they believed that it was someone who was being kept there or whether it was, in fact, some sort of shelter during World War II is yet to be decided. But that, uh, that was, was there a peephole into some sort of dungeon? No. But what there was was a large, probably 1.5 metres tall Safe. You're joking. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. In the wall. In the wall. It's been walled in between the main bar area and the toilets, a walled in area. It was this dead space. Opened it up. There was a safe. Oh, my God. So we open up the full wall, okay? The safe is open. Nothing in it. Ah! So annoying. That is so annoying. I, I immediately thought riches. <laughs> I know. I thought Gold art, and rubies. I thought art or riches. You know, you know, you know in Monets. Fact, that's what I thought. I thought Monets are in the, the wall of Comedy Republic. In fact, it was the exact opposite because we're like, okay, it's a safe. We can get, get rid of this, put a toilet here. Perfect. Bathroom renovation's done. Um, but it's such a big safe. Call up um, Safe Removals R Us. It's like, yeah, we've got a safe here. Can we... Um, 
get rid of this? And they're like, yeah, sure. You, where, whereabouts are you? First floor, second floor? It's like, oh, it's the second floor of this thing. It's like, okay, yep. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be about $40,000 to get rid no. of that. No. <laughs> are you kidding? No. So a safe, that's costed us money, all right? So, so wait, it costs $40,000 to remove the safe, plus they get a free safe. Yeah. That is, we're, we're, that, not, we're, not even, we're not selling them the safe. I'll tell you They'll what. probably take it off the safe from the price. That's robbery right there, all right? That is highway robbery right there. Yeah, I want. I should put some things in the safe and wait for robbers to steal it out of the building for free. If I put 20 grand in there and, like, leave the key on the ground. It's we cheaper get bloody thieves in. Anyway, we got a bloody safe in our thing. It's like, okay, well, this is no good. We, now we have an empty safe and a hole in the wall. So eventually, well, where you wanted a toilet, so you could have very secure poops <laughs> as well. Do yeah, you know a little mean? safe space. For, um, no one's no one's going to guess whether it's occupied or not. You know, they're going to they're going to need a hell of a code to get in there. The combination. Yeah, I tell you what, yeah, we need a bit more ventilation. But anyway. <laughs> Is this Friday yet? Anyway, um, so we're like, well, we're just gonna wall. We're just gonna have to wall this back up, right? So it was it was open for a while. And like eventually, the builder came back and just replaced the wall that he'd done. But then our poor front of house manager Jeffrey, uh, God bless his soul, it's like, hey, um, has anyone seen my um my jackets? I just left them. I left them leaning over the safe. Oh no. And we had to say, mate, we're sorry, they are, it is walled in. <laughs> we've, it's Not, been plastered, we've, just... we've painted it. <laughs> Your jackets are now waiting for people to come through, open it up and go, oh, my God, this robber got trapped. There's his jackets. And we just need a skeleton. And then there's a whole new narrative for uh, the historians. But um, anyway. Ever lost something where you what, know where ever it is? Found a, ever <laughs> lost a safe in a wall of a building? No, funnily enough, I haven't. Need Brad Pitt and his mates to come along to kind of kung fu flip their way through some laser beams and to finally, you know, unlock it? Yeah, so, uh, look, I don't even know if there's talk back in this, but what have you found in a wall? Um, what have you lost? But you know Safe where stories. it is. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. like Because, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't I don't have any safe stories. I've always wanted to kind of, you know, the, my my closest thing is, you know, hotel safes. Oh and yeah, putting the passport in them, but they they don't seem like they'd take forty thousand dollars to remove. How big was this thing? It's massive. Yeah, it's a it's a big birthright. What? So anyway, well, hey, how about talk back? Anyone want a free safe? <laughs> don't. <laughs> someone will take up. you up on that offer. And also, you're a, you're at a comedy club, so at least we know now where to put the hecklers. Okay, <laughs> exactly. so. Oh, goodness me. This is all day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, super excited. Checking the liner notes for the brand new ABC mini docu-series Phenomena which is coming out because it includes a bit of a soundtrack from one of our favourite people uh, here at All Day Breakfast. Kim from The Presets has put together the soundtrack for this really interesting sounding series. So we thought we'd get him on the phone and have a chat right now. Hello, Kim. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Well, good, thanks. Look, I have to admit I was a bit unsure about what this show would be about or, or to be completely honest, how interesting it could be. <laughs> and then 
I checked out the trailer. Well, I was like, you know, because it's like, oh, it's about naturally occurring, you know, forces in nature and patterns and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't even, I don't, I don't really understand this. Anyway. There's not a I dick and balls the- joke in the whole thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is not up my alley at all. I click on the trailer and I'm literally like transfixed to the screen. It is the most hypnotic viewing. It is incredible what nature holds when you get up close and personal. Did you have the same gravitation to this project? Yeah, I, I absolutely did. I mean, when it was pitched to me as an idea, I was the same. I was a bit skeptical. Like it sounded like mm, this might wear a bit thin. What was your pitch? Um, Hit us with what they told you, Kim, when they go, we want you to make the music. What did they say? It actually, The pitch was actually awesome. It was like, it's a bit Carl Sagan, Cosmos and like all this stuff. Like it's, it's, sci- it's sci-fi, it's science meets art. It's hypnotic. It's trippy, and um, you know, and 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 then when I, I I just thought, mm, I don't know, this this could be a bit naff at the same time. But then they sent me through their kind of works in progress, and I was just like, sign me up immediately. And just purely based on on the quality of the visuals, like it's just such amazing definition. I've never seen anything so quite clear. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess it's the reverse of how you'd usually operate with the presets where you'd write a song and then go, oh, all right, I've got to come up with a video clip for this. But you had this incredible visuals and then you're set with the task of making some music. How did that work in your in your brain? It was awesome. I want <laughs> to do this all the time. It made my life so much easier rather than having to sort of like, hmm, we need to come up with a banger that's going to make, you know, 3,000 people jump up and down, you know, and just being throwing shit at the wall and, and nothing works for years and years. <laughs> um, no, this was great. You know, not only did I not have to make bangers, um, I could like, you know, write music that moved in the same direction as what I was looking at. And, um, you know, I've never really done anything like this before. So it was a great learning curve and, and just very nourishing for me. Well, let's talk about what you were looking at because each episode, there's nine episodes, they're around about five minutes each um, and they do look at, uh, they look at the way that nature kind of happens, the way that it exists, the way that it unfolds. Uh, It follows different categories like energy, matter, light, electricity. What were some of the, these naturally occurring events that you got to witness so close? Well, yeah. I mean, you got to see, for instance, with energy, you got to see like these sort of microchemical reactions happening in, you know, paint pigments. Um, And he's just dropping alcohol in and and it's shot with such a incredible macro lens. Um, And and really he's shooting these tiny little like, you know, two inch Petri dishes. But the information that's coming through with these lenses that he shot it on is so detailed. It looks like you're looking on the surface of the sun. Wow. So you're saying you're actually watching paint dry, but it's incredibly, <laughs> incredibly fascinating and engrossing. It's always 420 in my studio, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Goodness me. And so that, that you, you're making music to that. You sit down, you want to write your first piece of music to this. Where do you go? Do you hit the synths? Do you get on the drums, you know, the, where you're used to at the home and the presets? Where where, where do we work with? Yeah, well, I I did have to figure out a kind of um, process to move forward on here because these guys have been working on this project for a couple of years and they've been working to a lot of temporary music and 
you know, I did get the sense in my first few conversations that there was going to be a bit of demo-itis, like, yeah. you know, creeping in. Like, can you just make it a bit more like the temporary music? So I <laughs> demanded that they, well, I didn't demand. I, I requested that they sent me the videos with no music on them. Mm-hmm. And I was really scared to check out their temporary music just in case it infected me. Sure. We got temporary music here, Kim. <laughs> Would this work with it? <laughs> so... <laughs> Man, where were you, like, you know, um, six months ago? <laughs> I could have helped out there. <laughs> was there ever an instance where you're like, mm, I think I'm going to have to play this one live? You know, like, is, is there, did you go, oh, this, um, this isn't for a radio wave. I think this is for 3,000 people at a festival. No, actually. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the beauty of this, the timing of this came, you know, like, after everything happened last year, Jules and I decided to have a little bit of time away from the preset. So it was very cathartic and mm. I really did not have my head in in that world at all. And um, yeah, and, and I think if you hear the music as well, I, I mean, I, for me, it doesn't sound remotely anything like what we do in, in you know, yeah. It's in the fun. live setting. Well, there's nine episodes, as Matt mentioned, Ultra HD, 4K. It's going to be released weekly every Tuesday on the ABC Sciences YouTube and ABC social media. And uh, there's a special 28-minute experience which you can watch now on ABC iView as well. The, I love the um, episodes here. You've got Energy, Episode 1, Matter, Waves, Light, Electricity, Magnetism, Gravity, Magnitudes, Evolution as well. You know, a lot of TV series, people like fan, the fan base has a like a favourite episode. You know, it could be the Soup Nazi with Seinfeld or something like that, or the Training Day with The Office. Do you have a favourite episode of of these? What would you reckon? What would you direct people towards? I think magnetism is pretty amazing. Like, um, it's it's super abstract and quite weird. It's all these like um, magnetic liquid, like kind of dancing and being attracted and repelled to each other, and it's quite beautiful and strange. And also, waves is amazing visuals as well. Like, it's a uh, you know, water and sand reacting to vibrations within a speaker or a vibrating <laughs> surface. And it just creates these unbelievable patterns. So, yeah, it really is quite amazing and freakish what nature is capable of. As Wait if a second. Know. Now that you're saying that, those clips of the waves crashing in the trailer, are they not, <laughs> are they not from the actual beach? No, those ones are. Oh, thanks. But the other oh. one is waves, like sound waves. Oh, sound waves. Yeah, okay. And what about evolution? What What do you see in the evolution episode? He, uh, Joseph actually grew some kind of organism in a dish, and um, it it looks like a blood clot <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. getting bigger and bigger. And then, wow. um, and then there's like a – I think they did a time lapse of like, you know, tadpole turning into a frog. Goodness me. Oh, Might be wow. to the um, yeah. Fat Boy Slim right here, right now video clip. Uh, <laughs> could be a little bit like that. But Kim Moyes from the presets and now uh, composing this music for the new show Phenomena. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us and hopefully we will be in a mosh pit near you very, very soon having a little jump around. Looking forward to it. Nice to chat to you boys again. You too. Thanks, Kim. See ya. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, Matt O'Kind, huge stuff this week when you finally revealed the riveting tale of uh, you flying on a plane and the plane getting struck 
by lightning. I mean, it was, it had twists, it had turns, it had turbulence and goodness gracious, wasn't it a good it was, time? It was electrifying. Um, <laughs> it was like a scene from, from Greece. Uh, it was, I mean, and, and people have just bombarded the inbox mm. at Alex, just saying more. We want more lightning stories, preferably re- involving yourself or direct family members. And you know what? I live to give. Yeah, well, you thought that story was good. Wait till you hear the original because it turns out the Daddy Mac, Mac O'Kine, father of Matt O'Kine, has his own lightning story, which could end up having twice the wattage of, <laughs> See, they, of the original <laughs> anecdote. They say that uh, lightning never strikes the same place twice. Well... The O'Kines are about to give you double the dosage. All right. Now, uh, <laughs> let's, let's cross right now to Brisbane where Mac O'Kine joins us now. Hello, Mac. Hello. Hi, going, Alex. So good. It's been a while since we've chatted. How are things? Everything all right at, in Brisbane? Are the chickens going okay? I could have been better. Could oh, be... why? What's going on? Oh, Nothing, nothing. <laughs> That's but why. It could, but it There's could nothing be better. going on in Daddy Mac's life at the moment. Yeah. Do you need to take hey, up a new hobby or something, Mac? I'm really, really ready to go to Rainbow Beach for fishing trip mm. next week. Oh. Are you, you hearing those uh, those mud crab snips in the distance and you just <laughs> yes, uh, wanting yes, to get up there yes, and uh, yes. chuck that net out? <laughs> <laughs> but look, let's get down to the to the real nitty gritty here, Dad, because I told a story yesterday in which I my plane got struck by lightning. This is a few years back now, and when I thought mm. about it, I, rem- I realized that <clears throat> lightning strikes run in our family. You have your own encounter with lightning, don't you? Yes, I did. That well, was in May 1959. Oh, so we're going way back. <laughs> yeah, very weird. This back. would have been around the time when lightning was invented. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so, so where were you? Picture how old, like, you know, you're, you're a young boy, young boy, and where yeah, were yeah. you? No, I was in a classroom. We were playing around early in the morning about oh, 7.30. And this is indoor classroom or yeah, outdoor? Yeah, indoor. You know, no, inside the classroom itself. Yeah. Mm. And all it was, uh, there was thunderstorm. And we were playing, mucking around in the classroom. And all of a sudden, I, ha- I felt a bolt at the back of my leg. I see somebody has hit me with a uh, baseball bat. And I turn around and ask the kids, who did it? (laughs) (laughs) But then I saw two other guys lying on the floor. (laughs) What? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And what did you, what did you say? Like when you turned around, you saw these people on the ground. What did, what did you say to them? What, what, what was the conversation like? They all said, I mean, they were nearly fainted and they said, oh, we've been struck by lightning. So I was going to accuse them for hitting me with the baseball bat. (laughs) But it it was Zeus who hit you with his baseball bat. (laughs) Wow. Did you, though, Mac, get any superpowers from this incident? (laughs) No, I don't know. But, I mean, it was a shock. What I mean by a shock? Because I was so angry that somebody hit me so hard at the back. <laughs> <laughs> Did your teacher see it or anything? 
some of the teachers were not in class by then. And is that your only encounter with lightning? Uh, yes, I think that's the only because because you also were in the in a big hurricane in uh in in North Queensland when when close to when you first moved to Australia. Yeah, 1971 cyclone Athia, and I was in the house and I could see the roof going one by one. You know? <laughs> what the planks of the roof? Yeah, the the roof was just being peeled off by the cyclone. Um, but, <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Mac, are you yeah. immortal? Because <laughs> it seems like whoever's upstairs has been having a little go to get get rid of you, and you're just thumbing your nose at him. It's never going to happen. Yeah, and, uh, and then of course, 1974, I was in the flood. Oh, in oh yeah, the Queensland <laughs> floods. Yeah, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> we need to um, get you to start hosting like a Bear Grylls survival show. What um, what tips would you give people listening in order to survive these big events? Oh, uh, I think you just have to. Even then, the one, uh, the latest one I had was in Ingham. Oh, you did too. Yeah, the cyclone yeah. that happened recently. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is a fourth. <laughs> Life or death event that you've come out on top? It was very severe cyclone, but uh, I survived it because I knew the tactics to use. Mm, which are what? <laughs> I went, I slept under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Mac you do it takes. thank you so much for joining us. You've survived lightning strikes, <laughs> floods, hurricanes, and the biggest yeah. natural disaster of all, having Matt O'Kine as a son. I mean, it is unbelievable you came through these things unscathed. We thank you so much for joining us, and uh, okay, we'll talk to you good. next time. Okay, good. Have a nice day. You, you too. too. Bye, that, Dad. That is Bye. Uh, demigod Mac O'Kine <laughs> joining us there from his house in Brisbane. Yes, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. Thank you so much to Mac O'Kine for joining us. Thank you so much to Kim from The Presets for chatting about his latest project, Phenomena. And a big, big, big thank you to Liam Hensworth for um, agreeing to a very exclusive interview. The only place you'll be able to hear that is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And that's just because... No one else would run that interview at all. <laughs> well, look, it's we not hope for lack you... of shopping it around. That's all I'll say. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, and look, we'll be here tomorrow because guess what, Alex Dyson? What? We have got your, your hero is going to be joining us. Who? He's got little um, sort of cl- like claw hands like this, rounded hands, and a yeah. very smart brown-haired bob. It's Lego Man. <laughs> Wait, Brick Man. <laughs> oh, Brick what Man. an awful way to surprise me with the news that my hero Brick Man, not Lego Man, <laughs> will be joining us on tomorrow's show. So we got the interview. We got we got hot off the press. Okay, this one will be a little bit spicier than uh, Liam Hensworth. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, great. Well, that is exciting news. I will prep myself. I will try to contain my excitement, but that is good news. A a great way to finish the week, I would say, tomorrow with Matt and Alex's all-day breakfast. We will catch you then. 
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Buck, 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 buck. Ooh. <laughs>